When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, everybody. It's Mike Portnoy here hanging with my boys, Tom and Zeus, right here on Shout It Out Loudcast. Oh, boy. Here we go. Boy. Stop pressing the button. Star? Simmons. Star? Stop shouting. He's not what you would call a handsome man. Oh no, here come the kiss times. Is that a positive thing? Okay. Alright. Gonna grab me a nice cold mellow Why? Why do that to the fan? Stop it. Why? Because the fuck. You do? Hey, fucko! Do you like kiss? Settle down. Hello! Hey, what's up there, Kiss Army? Tom and Zeus, another episode of Shout It Out Loudcast, episode 225, Russell Peters. Peter! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. A lot of I, I, a lot of people might be saying, "Why is Russell Peters on Shout It Out Loudcast?" Well, because we found out he's a big, giant Kiss fan, and he is also a world-renowned stand-up comedian. So, very, very excited to get this amazing guest on the show. And, and he was a riot. And you guys are gonna love the interview. Yeah, it, it's not just one of those cliche kind of answers. Um, this is actually hilarious. Oh yeah. And he's got a lot of good stories, so we can't wait to get into it. But as always, before we go forward, we go back and last week we did lick it up the tour. We did a tour episode, Tom, and, Mm -hmm. uh, we did a poll and how'd that go? Yep. So talking about the lick it up tour, uh, of course we talked about the set list. So the poll was which of these songs that were played on the lick it up tour would you like to see added to the end of the road tour, even though it's never going to happen. That wasn't part of the poll, but I just said that. Uh, fits like a glove. Gimme more. All hell's breaking loose and young and wasted. No surprise. All hell's breaking loose. Uh, ran away. Ran away with the poll at fifty-one percent. Fits like a glove at twenty-three. Young and wasted at twenty-one. And for some reason, four percent of you out there want to hear "Gimme more." I don't know why, but that's okay. Our buddy Steve. Brings up an interesting point. I've heard some people talk about this before. He says, for some reason, I don't think makeup kiss playing non-makeup kiss works. Out of these, fits like a glove would probably work the best. Although, who wouldn't love to see Paul rapping on All Hell's Breaking Loose? We've talked about that before, haven't we? Kind of like yeah. like them singing Heavens on Fire on the end of the road. It doesn't work as well, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Aksar Ben Knights 
it looks like it's a oh, it looks like it's a sports team or something. Young and Wasted would sound as good without Eric Carr. Probably, yeah, I, yeah. I don't mind look, for, for for all the for all the for all the shit we give Eric Singer. He he, he does have a good voice. He actually has a great voice. Um, I just don't like the fact that they don't let Gene sing it live like they did on the album. But that's a uh, that's a that's a separate that's a separate story. Solar Garlic says, "Great episode. I just listened to the Albuquerque January 1984 show. It's a soundboard on YouTube, and it's interesting to hear the dynamic and the tone from Vinny." What's interesting is Paul mentioning how few there were in attendance. You guys nailed it with this episode, as always. Thank you, Solar Garlic. Uh, and that's that's uh, good stuff for Twitter. What do we got on Facebook? All right. Uh, on the Book of Faith, Ryan, Michael, Kulik, Lane, Rodham, Clinton, Tweed, <laughs> Simmons, Scott. I really enjoy the tour episode. Super interesting. I think Gene looked bad during this era. Imagine Ace and Peter in that flamboyant, colorful 80s kiss attire and makeup. Yeah, I don't blame you. Uh, good one. Yep. Hooked on Sonic's podcast. <laughs> nice. Great. Awesome name. episode, guys. This era is interesting because there's not a lot of footage from his tour, except for some blurry ass video from Spain. Kind of like he is silent tour. Not a lot of good video out there either. Uh, and Bean, can't wait to watch Winterland and Extreme Close-Up. Thanks for the recommends. Yes, awesome. Kyle Schneider, this tour, I didn't see it live, is great. Why? Six songs performed from the album. Yep. Uh, uh, you know, Exciter, L- uh, Lick It Up, Young and Wasted, Give Me More, All Hell's Breaking Loose, and Fits Like a Glove. Ronnie Bacharski, cool episode. You guys make me laugh consistently. I dig the Lick It Up era. But their outfits suck all of my balls. <laughs> oh, man. All right. On the Loud Casters page, Joey Romanik. You mean America's favorite realtor? Although some of his comments lately, he might be America's least favorite realtor if he keeps this up on, on Loud Casters. His wife, he's married to America's favorite realtor. Oh, so you're saying he's riding the coat? Tales of America's. Oh, absolutely. Ah, interesting. Okay. She's, wow. She's the That's brains it. behind that realty empire. Wow. Uh, well, I can't wait. We can't wait for feedback on this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Although we got to give him some props. He uh, did bump up to uh, a demon tier. Oh, and that goes uh, because we had our demon tier um live uh video chat uh last week that was a lot of fun and thank awesome. you for all that were able to join and yep. uh i think joey's joining now and bumped up his tier so he could be part of it oh god we'll see we'll see if we allow him yeah this era is real strange for kiss and some of the jams they were putting in the set list are weird as fuck although it would be kind of cool to hear paul sing black diamond are we sure that Lizzie Borden has played in front of 1,500 people and all their <laughs> concerts put together? That's a great point. Yeah, I don't know if that's actually accurate as well. Oh. Uh, and then John Tooley says, always love the live shots from this tour, but not so much publicity shots taken in bathrooms and closets. He's right. <laughs> they're always in like some sort of like toiletry area or something <laughs> it's like they're in like the, the Leconte rink men's room like just <laughs> what the fuck are you guys doing yes 
Uh, over on our Instagram page, Eric Salmon, Patreon member there. You guys are awesome. Oh, thank you. On our YouTube page, Mike Brewer adds, they hired Chris and Cusano landscaping to do the leaves in fall of 84. <laughs> no, that's not nice. Mr. Antonio says, who can forget the Lick It Up tour when Kiss, prior to a show in Finland, were eating soup together, and Vinny dropped his leftovers back into the pot, thus giving future inspiration to No Soup For You, Seinfeld episode. I don't oh know what he's talking about, but okay. Uh, okay. Okay. Our buddy, Marty White. In my extensive research into Kiss over the years, I learned about a meeting a few hours before they went stage for the first time without makeup. They considered delaying for an hour to put Vinny back into his makeup. Then they realized he looked foolish either way. And that's what I got, Tom. Over to you, buddy. All right. Let's wrap up with a couple emails here. Our buddy, Mike H., you spoke of having deep nuggets in the set list as fans. We long for those days. I remember the hot in the shade tour and all those great songs. They dusted off. You mentioned that they're being lazy by having the same old songs. Sadly, it's no longer about playing what they want. It's more about playing what they can. In my opinion, I guess it can be seen as lazy because they're not even trying, but they're coasting on cruise control heading into obscurity. And there's no turning back. Uh Oh, Mike H, that's hate mail. Damn. No, it's true. It's probably just they're just playing what they can. It's um, no one's. I don't think anybody's going to argue with that. My buddy Angelo Capasso, the tank and the stairs on the side of the stage, March first, nineteen eighty four, New Haven Coliseum. Forever, I couldn't remember what tour I went to. On the back of the shirt, it said, "If it's too loud, you're too old." Okay, kiss. <laughs> okay. <laughs> It's fucking fucking relax. Jesus. Okay, Gene. Uh, I was I was still loving Ace and Peter. It was weird seeing them not there. Lots of fans were yelling. Peter and Eric was so respectful. He thumbs up the crowd when people yelled for Peter. <laughs> Being a drummer, I was blown away by Eric. I couldn't deny his talent. He won me over in the crowd over. It was weird seeing Gene with blood and no makeup. When you looked at the Kiss logo, it burned your into your retina. <laughs> One more thing I recall, Eric literally slipping down the stairs, almost falling on his face, but he caught himself just in time. Thanks for the review. Brought back some great memories. Very nice. We have one from, this is from our website, shoutoutloudcast.com. You can send us messages directly. We get them in the form of an email. This is from Carl Wangeloff. He says, I went to the, it's, it's spelled Gothenburg, but it's, I think it's pronounced like Gothenburg. Um, he said Helix w- <laughs> Helix was too drunk, so they didn't play. So the four dudes that ran out on stage ended up being Kiss. I loved Exciter and Young and Wasted. Starting the concert with Creatures of the Night was magic. So Helix was so drunk they didn't even play. <laughs> oh man, great! Our our buddy Yanni Aslak Rasinen when oh, they boy. played my hometown of Ulu. For the first and to this day, the only time it was 20 below degrees outside the hockey arena, exceptionally cold for November. The attendance was about 3000 people and the tiny arena was supposedly sold out since all the people couldn't get in. My friend who was supervising the house mixing console told me the people outside, they all got angry and broke some windows. (laughs) So the inside of the venue ended up getting really cold. Oh, no. Opening acts were Helix and Riff Raff. (laughs) What are you talking about? Riff Raff. 
headlining Monsters of Rock. Fucking the third, <laughs> on, the third album's the, the best. On the next Monsters of Rock cruise. Uh, and then he just continues, tells a great story about Finland and everything. We love hearing our from our Finnish what? roving reporter. Yeah, but Yanni. why did you guys get rid of my fucking girlfriend there as the prime minister? You guys, you got to fucking fix that. You got to fix right. that. That's right. Uh, our buddy West Beach chimes in. Uh, he says he was at the Radio City Music Hall show in New York. They had just come off recording uh, Wendy's Wow solo album, and they went to the show as a band. Uh, he said Kiss was great, high energy, was almost metal. There was a bit of an awkward moment. We found ourselves alone in an elevator with Paul, who was not particularly fond of Wendy or our band. After exchanging hellos, it was a silent ride to the after show area. Was it a silent but deadly one? By the way, did you see somebody tagged us in that article on Twitter about some kids suspended for using thought spray at school? Yes, yes, I love know. It, love it. All right, let's wrap up our feedback and our emails with this. This comes from James Thompson. Great episode this week, per usual. It actually made me sit back and appreciate Paul Stanley a little bit more. Here's why. We all know what a tireless egomaniac he is. His feelings are more delicate than a Fabergé egg. Can you even imagine the drive and persistence it took for him to carry the band on after the Lick It Up tour? Five years before that, they were selling out Madison Square Garden, seeing packed venues across the world. In 1983, they made a last-ditch effort to stay relevant by ditching their main gimmick, and they were rewarded by playing to crowds of 1,400 people. On top of that, he was dealing with an insane guitar player that he didn't have a replacement for, a bass player who was more interested in cameos on Miami Vice than he was learning album lyrics. But despite all this, Paul kept moving Kiss forward without relying on the nostalgia for 13 more years, while giving us some of the best music and most prolific tours in the band's history. It would have been easy to pull the plug in 1984 and pursue other musical interests, but Paul kept Kiss going and returned them to relevancy. I am not usually a Paul defender, but this episode reminded me that Kiss as we know it would not exist if it was left in Gene's hands. Now, James, usually we reserve comment of the week for guys that say something kind of funny or crazy, but your email, very, very thoughtful, well said. And uh, we appreciate that because we don't have a lot of thoughtful people on this show every once in a while. But James Thompson, seriously, buddy, great email. And for that, you are the comment of the week. Good answer. Good answer. Like the way you think. I'm going to be watching you. (laughs) Thanks, James. And speaking of thank yous, we need to thank our patreon family and as usual we have a new member to thank and that's our longtime listener daniel peoples uh daniel just joined us as a spaceman daniel thank you so much for coming on and joining the family uh patreon members uh we can't thank you guys enough we say it every week how much help you guys give the show um, right now we're, we're, we're still at our highest. Every time we think we can't get higher, we get higher. Come on in, join the fun. You can talk to the guys on the demon tier who just had a blast on our live video chat. Um, uh, you have other stuff you get when you join our Patreon family. Uh, there's merch, there's input, uh, coming up shortly. Now will be the Patreon pick for album review crew. That's coming up because the next pick is mine, and then we go to you guys. So that is something you guys can join. And there's other involvement in the show as well. 
more importantly, you help us. And that's what Patreon does. It helps shout it out loudcast. If you want to figure out a way to help the show continue to see us grow and get bigger and better guests like the great Russell Peters, contribute to our Patreon page, please. Patreon, you can find if you go to our website, shoutitoutloudcast.com. It's right there when you get to the landing page. There's an icon. You click on that. Take a look, see if anything interests you, and hopefully you'll join and help us out. And uh, again, thank you, Daniel, and thank you to the Patreon family. Yeah, absolutely. You guys are the best. Thanks again for all the demon guys for joining us last week on our Zoom chat. It was great, as always. And a huge thanks to everybody, but especially to Daniel Peoples. Daniel, we know you've been very interactive with us on social media, so nice to see you uh, part of Patreon. We appreciate it very much. And to everybody else out there, much, much gratitude. Thank you. Yeah, so thank you, and keep the love coming on our Patreon page. Guys, the next thing we do is we go over to Kiss World. Anything going on there? A uh, couple anniversaries uh, celebrating Dynasty Alive 3 last week. They dropped some uh, new merch, of course, colored vinyl. Who doesn't love that? Uh, our buddy Bruce put out a great video. Hey, guys, Alive 3. What a recording. Revenge tour. Amazing. Uh, we love that. And right now, uh, on the day of this recording, they are getting ready to perform at the Sonic Temple Festival in Columbus, Ohio. Uh, and other than that, not much. Kind of quiet, except for Paul taking pictures of pasta and drinking wine and Renaissance Man 101 bullshit. They did announce one big thing, though, Tom, you didn't get to, and that is they announced that they're going to be performing one more show in Australia. Ah, yes, that's right. That's so right. for yep. all our friends down under, yep. I hope you guys enjoy it, and that ticket, the tickets for that should probably go pretty fast if it's one more show. Yeah. Um, I hope you guys can go and watch it and see it and uh, enjoy Kiss for one more time. But uh, yep. other than that, it's the same old, same old tour is going to be continuing and stuff and counting down to get to the end of the year in New York. So that's right. Anyway, yep. All right. So, um, okay, Tom, give me one moment. I'm going to go grab one of my new bathing suits I wear so you can look at my legs that are just so in fashion for the summer season coming up. Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. 
Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right. You'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Hey folks, Stephanie Shirazi and Renee Richardson here from the Metallica Report. And we are proud members of the Pantheon podcast family, where the best of music and podcasts unite. We've got something pretty cool for you. We're giving away an exclusive Metallica merch package worth over $250. That's a whole lot of scary guys, skulls, M72, and other sought-after Metallica swag. And we've made it easy for you to win. Follow and share the Metallica Report, and you're in the game. Go to pantheonpodcast.com slash Metallica, enter your email, and hit that button to be entered to win. And just like that, you're eligible for our monthly exclusive Metallica merch package. And guess what, rockers? You can enter every month. So just do it. And while we love our global brothers and sisters, the lawyers won't let us ship outside the U.S. All right, we're back. And while Ace was checking out his swim trunks, I had to get him fitted for those arm floaties because I'm uh, really not comfortable with my ability to swim in deep water. So I like those floaties. They're the kind that Eric wears when he's uh, swimming in the kid's pool. I just hope my wig doesn't fall off when I land in the pool. Holy shit. <laughs> well, Tom, while back, I saw our video and we talked about it when we interviewed with him of uh brian adams playing uh, acoustic guitar and uh now good friend russell peters the world-renowned comedian busting out war machine i'm like that's a kiss fan he ain't busting out rock and roll all night and yep shout it out loud he's busting out war machine And uh, we were uh, lucky to get him, and uh, we got uh, almost a good hour with him. And I think we could have went on longer, but we had to wrap it up. Yeah, it was great. He was hilarious. Always, I mean, he's a comedian, but he had some interesting, hilarious stories. Uh, touched on some hot button topics that get brought up every once in a while. So, uh, you guys, hold on for this one. This is amazing. Without further ado, Russell. Peters. All right. Shout it out. Loudcast this week has a spectacular, superb guest. One of the world's biggest comedians is here with us right now. You've probably seen him on Netflix. You've probably seen him on Amazon. Maybe you've been lucky enough to see him in person. He's a perfect guest for this show because some people think he's filthy. Some people think he's offensive. 
And he's a Kiss fan. So what better place to be than Shout It Out Loudcast? The amazing Russell Peters is here. Hi, kids. <laughs> what's what's going on, buddy? Welcome. Hey, thanks for having me. I know, you know, it's funny as people go, uh, people think of me as a big hip hop head, right? Because that's yes. what I'm known for, because I produce documentaries about hip hop. Yep. Which, a- by the way, we've talked about on this show, hip hop evolution is spectacular. We've talked okay. about it on the show. Yes. Thanks. Yeah. So, so there's that. And then people don't know that uh, I was a big little, I was, first of all, I was a huge guy. Before I say any music, I was a Kiss fan before I was anything. Nice. That's kind of what shaped me, you know, because uh, when Love Gun, I got Love Gun in 1977, I was, I was still six and about six and a half when I bought it. I was in the record store. I looked at it and I said to my dad, can I get that? And he got it for me. And I remember always sitting down and I would have the headphones on because you weren't allowed to play the music, you know. You have this yep. you have the one big long stereo in the house. So well, my mom walked in. My mom, my mom, my wife walked in on the phone. Oh, Thank it's you. Okay. Ah, all good. It's okay. Yeah. You're busy. You're a popular guy. Not me, my coffee. There you go. <laughs> me, me and my mom on. Oh. <laughs> That's a nice mug. <laughs> so I remember uh, I remember the not just the first time, but every single time that album would start. I Stole Your Love was the first song on side A. Mm-hmm. And I remember I'd have the headphones on. I'd be sitting on the carpet. And, and you know, you'd have to wait for the record to drop. Yeah. And then yeah. you'd hear it. And then the needle would hit. You'd hear the needle hit the record. But it would still, I would still get scared every single time. Because it, it was the way it would fucking. I was like, every, every time I would jump. So can we, but before Zeus is going to, we're going to do a couple of questions every time we have a guest on here, but I just, I don't want to lose track of this conversation very quickly. So right. you said you're in the record store and you asked your dad if you could get love gun, right? He didn't can know you, what it was. Can can you please do the impression of your dad <laughs> rea- reacting to you asking for love gun? Dad, can I get this record? Who these, this clowns, clown music. They're listening to clown music. Yeah. That's clowns. I think it's clown music. Okay, get it. Yeah, for kids. It's for kids. I go. Yeah, it's for kids. It's for kids. Love gun. <laughs> and then he caught on real quick after. Right, because every time I go to the record store, I'd want a Kiss record. And then I remember one time he was like, "Um, you can have a record. There's no Kiss, no bloody Kiss." And I go, oh, right. <laughs> and I tried to trick him. I picked up double platinum. Oh, oh nice, right? Because yeah. it only said double platinum on it. It's all and silver. The- yeah. Yeah, and the kiss was embossed on it, but he still yep. saw the kiss. He goes, no, no, it was a bloody kiss. <laughs> so I think I ended, I might have ended up with this. Here's how bad it. I ended up with like the knack. Um, <laughs> Lucky you. Yeah, get the knack. Remember that? Um, oh yes. Oh yeah. It was yeah. Only yeah. For yeah. one song, but my Sharona. Yeah. Right? That's it. That's yeah. about it. Yep. So it's it's funny you say that because I'm I'm first generation too. So mm-hmm. my parents are Greek, and I always and that's one of the things I always found. I found you. I think that was the first way I found you was some YouTube video. You were tooling on some hairy Greek guy with his arms. You were talking about whether that was his shirt or his hairy arms. And you're like, are you Italian? Are you Greek? Which one are you? And then you started spitting out some perfectly pronounced Greek words. And I'm like, Peters, is he Greek? And he yeah. cut it. And I'm like, you know, that ends with an S. It's Greek. And I just got into your comedy then. And then what really got us thinking about this was the video when we were talking about it before we got on the air is there was a video out recently. It's been floating around kiss circles and YouTube of you with Brian Adams, Brian Adams. I don't know if it's behind like backstage at one of his concerts. He's got an acoustic guitar. 
He's yeah. playing War Machine, but you're singing it. Yeah. So Brian Adams and I were hosting the Juno Awards in 2017 in Canada. The Juno Awards are like the Canadian Grammys. Yep. Okay. Only not the only not the Grammys. Uh, and and so that that year in 2017 michael buble was supposed to be hosting it and we're he's a good friend of both of ours and his son was sick at the time so they asked if if i would host they asked brian adams he said yeah and then he said only if you give me a co-host and then brian said how about russell peters so me and me and brian hosted it together and uh he's a really awesomely cool guy Mm -hmm. and uh i walked into his dressing room and i go Hey, Brian, well, no, we're in rehearsal and we're on stage. And I go, hey, man, did you write War Machine for Kiss? He goes, yeah. And I go, oh, that's so fucking cool. That's like one of the better songs on. I mean, that the whole Creatures of the Night album was really yeah. good anyway. But yeah, it was one of my favorites on that album. And uh, and he told me about some other songs he wrote, but I was just too geeked on uh, War Machine. And then I was sitting in my dressing room. <laughs> he just walked in my room with an acoustic guitar playing it. Oh, and then I started singing it. That's just how it happened. And I sat on that video for years, you know. I I, uh, I showed it to Craig Gass because he was opening for me. Yep. In March in Australia, yeah, and he goes, Craig. Oh, bro, can "You send me that." So I sent it to him. And then he goes, "I'm going to send it to Gene." I go, "Sure, send it to Gene." And then Gene was like, "Hey, can I post this?" I'm like, "Hell yeah, you can post it." So <laughs> yep. the video is actually six years old. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah, but it's so cool. It's funny. You're like, yeah, yeah. I know. I've written about I don't know a couple million selling singles and albums and stuff. But you want me to sing the song that you, I wrote for Kiss? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And did you ever I'm, hear the I'm story the, on that too? I'm, I'm like, you know, it's funny as I, I met, um, I met Michael McDonald one day, and I was like, "Hey, man, isn't that you singing backup on Do It Again, Stewie Dan?" <laughs> yes. Yeah. It is. Oh. He goes, "Oh, you really dug deep." I go, "I don't know why that's the only thing. All the stuff you've done, that's the one that sticks in my head." Oh, yeah. Michael Mc- Michael McDonald doing Steely Dan backup is just magic. Oh, amazing. 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 Yeah. Yes. Did you yeah. I was saying, do you ever hear the story of Gene in in that song, War Machine? Like they had it written and Gene to get ri- writer's credit was saying to them, it needs another verse. And so he put oh, yeah. another verse in purposely so he, he did. I think it was the third one that he added to it. It's not done. You don't understand. And they're like, what are you talking about? It's complete. No. Which is ironic, which is ironic because it's probably the verse he always messes up when they perform War Machine live. <laughs> yeah. But that's yeah. okay. Because he's looking for Vinny. Where's Vinny? <laughs> <laughs> no one knows where he is. No one's looking for Vinny. Yeah. Well, Vinny's gone. I think it's Vincenzo now. Uh, <laughs> there you go. Vinny's at the pet cemetery, unfortunately, if you know that story. <laughs> um, so. We ask a bunch of questions. There are yeah. usually Kiss members, um, uh, Kiss songs, things like that. We call them the Murph questions. First one to you, sir. Who's your favorite Kiss member? And all these questions, you can say it used to be so and so. It can be this now. Whatever. Just huh. favorite Kiss member. Well, it was always Ace, mm-hmm. and uh, I might be one of the only. I, I, I loved Eric. Carr. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, a lot like, of people. You know, I when and I I loved listen, obviously I love Peter and you know the whole original lineup, but yeah. when uh Eric came in, I didn't feel violated by it. <laughs> it's a good way a lot of people do. Yeah. It's a good way to put it. Yeah. Yeah, like I felt violated by Mark St. John and violated by Bruce Kulick. <laughs> and I, I feel violated by Tommy Thayer. Yep. You know, but but uh, with Eric, I, I was like, okay, I dig this. And I think because they gave him his own original makeup. I would, exactly, yeah. With yeah. Vinny, even though Vinny came in, at least he had original makeup, it didn't bother me. 
Yeah. You know? um, but there's funny. It's funny if you watch those videos online. If you see a uh, when Vinny was part of what's that guy's name? He was part of the band. Um, Dan Hartman. Oh yeah, the Dan Hartman. Oh yeah. Oh Jesus. Yeah. 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 That's right. Yep. He's in the instant replay video. Yeah. <laughs> instant replay. <laughs> <laughs> is that when he has that mustache too that looks bigger than him it was a, it was a disco song so it's even oh, funnier to see oh, this sweater in this disco song oh brutal brutal um, do you have a favorite kiss song me um you know i i um i have a few okay wow. I, I there's parts of songs that i like like the beginning of making love oh yeah i love yep. that um I love got got love for sale. Oh, you know, they, yes, oh, yes. I'll never, the, I'll never hear the end of it now. Thank yes, you. I love got the bam, 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 bam. One of the most underrated tracks they've ever made. Yep, and they've yep. never performed it live. I searched all over. No, not never performed live. Nope, nope. And it's weird that it it's not. It's a Gene song. They could have performed that live. Oh, I agree. I agree. Maybe on one of the Kiss now. cruises, even. I don't know. Yeah, that'd be we've amazing. been on two. We've been on two cruises. They never played it from when we, when we were there. So really, yeah. yeah we just I want to go on the, the cruises. Uh, I want to go on the cruises, but it's full of losers that look like us. And I, do it's not true. It, it is. It, 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 it's full of losers that are listening to our show right now. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, here's the best part: like I could be amongst all these losers and have everything in common with you. Exactly. <laughs> That's why we do this. Yeah. There's like, kiss. It's so funny because like, everything. Like Kiss fans are like they're like um, it's everything is niche, you know. Like um, yep. you know, I've been doing comedy for thirty four years, and yes, I know all the comics, and I'm friends with the most, you know, everybody. But like when I'm hanging out, it's either fighters, uh, DJs, rappers, uh, like, and, and then if I had Kiss friends, like it would be a Kiss group. You know what I mean? <laughs> yep, we're the only ones that understand this thing. It's true. When it's people true. like. People like, isn't Kiss a good band? I go, they're not really, but I have a lot of good memories to them. Right. When we try to, when we explain to people that we have a Kiss podcast, they're like, how do you have almost 250 episodes talking about Kiss? We're like, just <laughs> listen, we, believe me, yeah. we can make it happen. Yeah. <laughs> it's easy I remember, enough. I remember um, in, uh, in grades, it must have been like maybe third or fourth grade. We had to bring in a record to school oh, and no. oh, and yeah. pick any song off of it and explain why we like the song. So oh. I think I brought in Dress to Kill and I played and I don't know out of all the songs I played anything for my baby. Oh, oh nice. Wow. Okay. But and they were like, Why do you like this song? I go, I don't know, I just do. <laughs> <laughs> That's good enough. And them, I picked the dumbest song on the album though. Pretty much. Pretty pretty what much. Did you, what did you? I'm like, because I don't know. <laughs> That's about it. On that, it was a parasite on hotter than hell. Parasites on hotter than hell. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah, See, that's a that's about as sophisticated question. as you're going to get, though, Russell. When you're talking about kiss, I don't know. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> Not even get much. Uh, there's no more nuance than that. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. The uh, we just did the evening with Gene. We had dinner with him in, in Vegas. Vegas. Yeah, we spent. Ago. Yeah. Two I weeks told ago. He, he was telling people I was supposed to be there. No, oh, that would have been, so been sweet. Oh, that would have been great. Yeah. So, yeah. so they had asked me if I would be able to go to that weekend. And I was like, sure. And then um, my, uh, I, the girl connecting with me was like, I'll, Hey, can I call you now? I'm like, I was at Joe Rogan's club working that weekend. I go, don't call me now. I'm in the middle of something. And she's like, okay. I go, call me. And she never called me back. Oh, and, uh, and then it just never happened. But then one of my friends was in Vegas that week and he goes, Hey bro, are you in Vegas? I go, what? No. 
Well, Gene Simmons says you're going to be here tonight. I'm like, what? <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> That was a good weekend. It was fun. It was it was a fun time. And then, uh, yeah, it was fun. You randomly, our our your Canadian brother Jericho showed up, and we're friends with him. So Chris? he made a late night. Yeah, yeah, he made a late night appearance too. Nice. Next thing you know, it's like three in the morning. We're all getting thrown out. Uh, yeah. it, it was uh, it was a surreal night for us. It was really yeah. it was so awesome. I've had some really like like because people like when you're a Kiss man, you know, like you just you seem to know every detail about the group. Mm-hmm. personal detail any like we we know all the dumbest weirdest things about them <laughs> yeah and because you're a fan you never think you're going to meet them like they're like these superheroes right yeah of course and then a years ago i was uh i got invited to gene's house because he wanted to do some business with me mm-hmm. nice. and of course he calls me into his office which is also the museum there yeah yep and he knows i'm a big kiss fan so he's trying to talk business with me and i'm just the whole day i'm the whole day <laughs> Yeah, just yeah, looking at everything for sure, Gene. Yeah, of course. I'm like, there's the boots against. I'm like, those are the boots. And, yep. Yeah. And I'm seeing the pinball machine. I'm thinking, is he going to give me something? And then I realize, no, it's Gene. He's not going to give you anything. <laughs> so we're we're in a meeting to pitch the show, right? And uh, and Gene's sitting right beside me, and uh, they go, "Well, what are your thoughts on the show, Gene?" And he goes, "Well, I." And I go, believe in me. Oh, no, no. And, and everyone in the meeting goes, what? And then Gene smiles and goes, it's one of my songs. And then he starts singing, don't want no rat No. And I'm like, yeah. Oh, my you God. Got you got him to sing I. That's a, wow. That right there is a feat. What was it? What, what was what was the show? What was the show that you guys were talking about? What was I the? I don't even remember. I okay. just know that my agent was like, "You're not doing a show with Gene." <laughs> <laughs> my agent was his agent too, and I was like, "No." He goes, "You're not going to get any money." Oh, oh I got gotcha. you. Okay, okay. You could do the show, and there will be money. <laughs> you just won't get any of it. <laughs> you will pay me to be on your show. <laughs> exactly. Right. Well, all right. How about album? Kiss album. That's a tough one. I, um, you know, the album that I go back and forth between the two albums that I go back and forth between the most when I'm driving and I just by myself, it'll either be the Paul Stanley solo album. Excellent. Whoa, nice. only. Not, oh, oh, yep. Okay. And uh, the elder. Really? I love the elder. So oh. I met a party in Toronto uh, a few years ago and Bob Ezrin's there. No, Ooh. nice. Russell Peters, Bob Esmond. I go, hey, Bob. And he knows I'm a, he's Canadian. I'm obviously, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. I go, Bob, I fucking love the elder. Because go fuck yourself. I go, no, I'm serious. I'm serious. I love the elder. Because fuck you, man. I go, I'm telling you, it's a great album. Did he think you were fucking with him or did he just didn't want to talk about the elder? It's literally one of my favorite albums. <laughs> go fuck yourself. <laughs> that's, that's awesome. So that's, so, yeah, I I love the elder. Tom thinks it belongs I'm, I'm, where I'm, it belongs. I'm, I'm, I'm lukewarm on it. It's 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 okay. You know, I, I think, think it's it is, great. If the, uh, if the elder had a different album cover, I bet you if it had a Kiss album cover, mm-hmm. maybe a makeup album cover, it would have done way better. But they, you might be maybe maybe they went too conceptual with the yeah. cover more yeah. than they did with the music because the music was pretty good. So Some like of the songs if, are good. If yeah. you had like Paul. 
on like a pirate ship sailing the seas <laughs> and Gene up on a castle or something as Mr. Blackwell in this right. photo, eerie yeah. photo. You think that would work? No, no, you couldn't do that either. And I don't want to see a picture of Christopher Makepeace on there either. <laughs> yeah, I know, because he, suppo- he was rumored. That was the rumor no, for the he film. Was the one who was supposed to, he was supposed to be the lead, right? That's he was, right, yeah. For that, he for was that going to be the boy with a light in his That's eyes. Right. <laughs> And the look of a champion. <laughs> Real champion. <laughs> I'm telling you, our fans are going to love this. We have so many listeners in, who love The Elder, so they're going to be thrilled to say that you just Elder. dropped Listen, the yeah. um, I, I When I was a kid, I used to rock out to Escape from the Island. I love that. Zeus hates instrumentals. I love Escape from the Island. I, I love that one. It was because it was like, so, it was so fucking, you know. Yeah. It reminded yeah. me of a, you could tell like maybe Getty Lee wrote that because it was very Rush sounding. If you think Yes. I'm the Rush guy. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Drum wise, Eric, I think still played very well on it. They do have some hard rock songs on there. It's oh, just, absolutely. What yeah. everyone pictures. It's the same thing with Dynasty. People go, oh, it's the disco album. They're here, just a boy. And they're like, oh, that's that shit. Yeah, yeah just a boy was literally. Song. Yeah, but um, my, uh, uh, what was my favorite song on that? Uh, the uh, the oath, the, the oath. oath. Wait, let me I see. Hold on, I got to look at my playlist here. Hold on, I got I got a whole Kiss playlist. The good, the the good songs on that album are really good. But you you're right, Zeus. It just gets weighed down by Under the a, Rose. I love Under, Under the, the Rose. Rose. I love okay. that. Okay, yep. Because that would sound so good live. Yeah, because oh, yeah. it would it would be like it would be having I still love you kind of vibe if they did it live. You know what I mean? Oh, like, okay. Yeah, yeah. Boom, boom, bam. Under the road. It's too bad. Too bad they never play yeah. any of that stuff live. No, never. Right. How many concerts have you seen Kiss? I've seen them about four or five times. What was the first one? First one was the Creatures of the Night tour in '82. And what was the last one? And and then the second one was Lick It Up tour in '83. Okay. Okay. Wow. And then uh, I saw them 96 in the first reunion tour. Okay. And then I first. saw Paul Stanley at the House of Blues one nice. night. Solo, and I was oh. hanging Bob Kulik that night. Oh, nice. And uh, Tommy Thayer was there and he had onion breath and I gave him a gum. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, hey, nice to meet you, Tommy. And I go, oh, here's a gum, buddy. Um, <laughs> what the fuck? I go, your breath is as your breath stinks as bad as you look in Ace's outfit. Um, oh, oh, oh no! God, here we go. Here we go. Here oh, we go. So, so I'm gonna I'm gonna circle back to that because yes, I want to finish the last one. And the last one back. is, uh, and then I saw them in Australia oh. when Motley Crue was opening for them on that tour. Because oh, on that tour, okay, I was on tour right behind them. So every venue they played, I was in the ne- the venue like the next night. Okay. Oh. So right. me, me, Eric, and Tommy uh, met up in a hotel. And we happened to be staying at the same hotel in yep. uh, in uh, Brisbane, Australia. And I was at the bar getting a drink. And I look over. I go, holy shit, is that Eric? I go, hey, are you Eric Singer? He goes, hey, buddy, how you doing? I go, I'm, I'm Russell. We ended up hanging out and drinking all night and having a good time. Then me and him became pen pals on uh, in, on uh, nice, email. nice, nice. He's actually a really nice guy. We we met Eric Singer. Very the, strange. We 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 met oh. Eric at, at the Gene event, and he's a nice guy, but a little a little bit of an oddball. It was he's also got, two o'clock. It was also two o'clock in the morning, so who knows? He's got a little edge to him. Yeah, he does. He does, but that's okay. He wanted to show us a cowboy midget movie on his phone. Yeah, yeah. It was just surreal. surreal. It was a surreal moment. I don't know. Well, when they say they're shooting ropes in that one, be careful. <laughs> That's a that's a fucking catchphrase on our show. <laughs> Throwing ropes. Throwing ropes. 
Eh, let's keep Peter North out of this. Uh, last one. <laughs> We're all going to get in trouble. Um, last one. Kiss I, I, memory. Side note, now that you mentioned Peter North, I did a movie once and the director kept. Oh, no. Every scene he would want us to do like 20 to 30 takes. I go, dude, what are you, Peter North? He goes, why do you say that? I go, because you shoot too much. <laughs> <laughs> See, our listeners are gonna love this. This is great. Oh my Peter god! Peter North jokes. Do you ever have? Do you ever make a T-shirt for your hockey team, Peter North stars? Yeah, hello. <laughs> Wait, I'll tell you another funny Peter North story. Okay, he's oh, Canadian. God. As, you, as you know, he's Canadian. Oh, um, so a friend, hero. Of mine, a friend of mine in Vancouver said, "Hey, man, I think Peter North lives in my building." And he goes, "Shut up!" He goes, "Yeah, I'm serious. I see him in the elevator every day." And then that the friend went to the ho- to, to the guy's place. And they got in the elevator, and then all of a sudden that guy walked in, and my friend elbows him and goes, Look, it's Peter North. And my friend goes, Peter North's eyes aren't blue. Oh, <laughs> my God. <laughs> Why do you have that much attention to detail on Peter North? <laughs> Check it out his eyes. Why not? <laughs> Fuck it, oh eh? God. Uh, last of these questions is kiss memory. Do you have a favorite kiss memory? Um, damn, I have a lot of good kiss memories, though. We Maybe all as do. a kid... Or yeah, like oh, so or... I remember. I remember. Um, I can clearly remember my family because we grew up in Toronto. We we would go to uh, Buffalo all the time because it's like forty five minutes away. Yeah. Yep. We went to Buffalo to this amusement park, a Darien Lake kind of place, and uh, and uh, we were driving back. We stopped at the strip mall, and I went to the record store, and the and Unmasked had just come out. Okay. And I remember buying that Unmasked. I can remember it as clear as day as walking in the store, seeing the record. <clears throat> Picking it up and begging my parents to buy it for me. And I remember taking it home and being thoroughly disappointed by that album. Thank you. Zeus hates it. I love it. So when people say Elder's their worst album, I go, you're out of your fucking mind. Unmasked is unbearable. (laughs) Wow. Oh, here we go. (laughs) I love it. The Paul songs are terrible. The problem is, first of all, she's she's so European. That's a laughable. She's one of a kind. Yeah, that's, that's a laughable song. It is, and then uh, Torpedo Girl, no, no good either. <laughs> but it's, oh. but it's so funny. It's so bad. It's funny. I know, but you gotta understand. I'm ten when this comes out. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. And I, I had my kiss. I had my Paul Stanley doll with me, and I'm like, this is an embarrassment. Oh. <laughs> yeah. And then yeah. the poster was bad. Like the the best thing was the cartoon on the front. And I used to get mad when I would see the guy going. I still say they stink. Yeah, <laughs> yeah yep. that's a yep. fucking common thing. Yeah. The um so. I, <laughs> Tom, did you want to pick up or where, where you? Were okay, so my 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 kiss, my best kiss memory is yeah, the first time I'm playing uh, the Laugh Factory in Los Angeles in 2005. We have it sold out, and I I didn't live here at the time yet, and my agency had invited Gene and um, uh, uh, Shannon to come to the show, mm-hmm. and so I finished the show. And Gene and Shannon walk up to me and I'm like, oh, my God, like I've never met him in my life. I'm, you know, I'm 34 years old. I'm like, holy shit, this is Gene, Gene and Shannon. I'm like, wow. And he's like, you're a you're a powerful and attractive man. (laughs) If I were gay, perhaps I would have slept with you. (laughs) I'm like, wow, that's so cool. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, yeah, cool. It's so great. Right. And then he's talking to me and then fans are coming up to me can I take a picture? And I go, sure. And they give Gene the camera. <laughs> oh, they want to take a picture of us. And he's like, huh? Sure. And he takes the picture and she goes, can you take another one? He goes, 
uh, yeah, would you like a coffee as well? <laughs> and I'm like, this is Gene Simmons. They go, cool, can he take a picture of us? And I'm like, oh, no, you don't understand. Oh, my God, that's great. That's great. So let's circle back to your comment about Tommy Thayer, because we talk every yes. time we have a guest, every time we have a guest on, some people have strong opinions about the makeup. Some people don't care at all. And some people are pretty passionate about it. So you don't like Tommy Thayer wearing Spaceman. Eric, what about Eric Singer wearing the Catman, et cetera, like et cetera? Eric Catman either. <clears throat> it doesn't look right. First of all, yeah. their face, their head shapes are different. <laughs> Eric, Eric, Eric looks ridiculous with the Catman Ooh. makeup on. He looks ridiculous with the Catman makeup. He looks ridiculous with black hair. Yes. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Tommy looks ridiculous because they've modified the suit and I hate the way it looks now. Okay. Yeah. They tried to make it too, you know, too yeah. sharp. Yeah. And it just, it, it, that's Ace. Is Ace's look. You could have come up, they could have come up with something. Yeah. Like if you can come up with a fucking fox, you can, you can, you can get out of the animal world. You can get out of the ancient Egyptian world. Just come up with something else, you know? Mm. Yeah. Branding yeah. wise, Gene ain't touching it. He knows that the money's there. Well, no, yeah. And it. it's not even called Ace and Peter anymore. It's called the Cat Man and the Space Man. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That's right. They have, know you, it. have you ever had an opportunity to, Say that to him and well, say, so, yeah, I don't like that Tommy wears Ace's makeup. I'm curious. When I was at his house that time, he goes, uh, do you have kids? And I go, yes, I have a daughter. She's uh, two and a half, three years old at the time. He goes, oh, please give her these. And he gave me those Hello Kitty kiss yep. um, stuffies. Yep. And I go, ooh, Peter and Ace. No, no, the spaceman. And the Exactly. It's got to. It's always. It's always business. It would be great if you're like, ah, I don't want any of this Tommy shit. You got any Peter yeah, Chris Funny people. People that know, like, be like, Hey, Russell, I got you a really cool kiss gift, and it'll be like a like your destroyer shirt or something, you know? Yeah. And you could tell that it's the modified one because you could tell it's Tommy and and <laughs> oh yes and on it. I, I look for that every time I go. No, this isn't it. This is fake. Get this fuck out of here. <laughs> we see that on we see that online all the time. People like Walmart or Target will make these kiss shirts and it'll say "Kiss on Tour 1977." It'll yeah. have Eric and Tommy and people like, "What the fuck is this shirt right now?" <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's it's you know. Do it's you like, find do you find yourself with other people that you're surprised are Kiss fans in the entertainment business? Well, it's kind of like a secret club. Yeah, exactly. I think people are. I think people are kind of embarrassed to be adults and say they like kids. <laughs> Seriously, like me and Jim Norton, I talk about it. Me and okay. Quarantine talk about it. Uh, yep. you know, uh, Craig Gas, obviously. Yeah. Yep. Craig Gas and I will always text each other anytime we see any. And oh, and um, Earl Skakel. Do you know Earl Skakel? Yes. Yeah, we're in actually contact. He's friends with um. You know, um, Courtney Cronin Dold, she's um, she's yeah. uh, friends with him and introduced us. I think. Yeah, yep. so Earl and I, anytime we see anything Vinny related, we'll send it to each other. <laughs> oh, <laughs> we met Vinny last yeah. year. There was an event in Nashville, and Vinny was there. And we, we've we've said this to all to all of our listeners. Very very interesting guy, pleasant. We did a meet and greet with him. We talked to him. He was very, but he's definitely uh, he's he's needless to say, he's a little bit odd. Or yeah, a lot, or a lot. Of mine, I'm not, <clears throat> friend of mine, I'm not going to say who. Okay, said that they had a chance to meet Vinny, and uh, when they met, they shook, and he and he goes, "I have to do it." So he goes in for a hug, and he said, "I pat Vinny on the back, and I felt the bra strap." Oh no, <laughs> no, 
Oh, Jesus Christ. Welcome to the last episode. I had to know. I had to know. (laughs) Here we go. Yeah, but so most of the KISS fans need him too, if you've been on the KISS cruise. So I mean we we always like to say the KISS cruise is is not full of fit people. It's not like that that, uh, video they released in uh, in, uh, what was it called? Kiss Exposed. Exposed. One with all the porn stars on it with like was that like eighty nine or eighty eight? 87, 88. Yeah, they yeah. don't look like that anymore. Yeah, no, no, no. So, Ru- so Russell, at the beginning of your well, your Netflix special, almost famous. I, I was I watched that again, and I was looking at the 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 intro, which is awesome. That little cartoon intro, and there's a say, and there's a segment there that I thought was really creative about how it shows you go, kind of going through all the different phases of like fashion and culture. And if you watch it, because it moves pretty quickly, there's one of you in kiss makeup and kiss gear. And it moves pretty quickly. And I'm wondering how many people, I, I, I mean, I caught it right away because I'm a kiss nerd and my, that's how my brain works. But I thought that was really cool that it shows you kind of growing up like hip hop, Michael Jackson, and then it just very quickly, a kiss image. Um, that was like your little homage to like you kind of growing up with the band, right? Yeah. So it's a, yeah. Cause you could only show like kiss is the only thing that would stand out for the rock world. You know what I mean? Like, right. Just, right. You just did long hair. You're like, eh, it could be anybody, but kiss right. is so specific. Yep. Cause I was like, you know, I was kiss ACDC, Led Zeppelin, Iron Maiden. Yeah. Yep. And then, and then I discovered breakdancing and it was all over. Yep. I legit remember going to the, uh, to the creatures of the night, uh, lick it up to her. And I'm standing there. I watching the concert. I'm doing this. <laughs> I'm looking around. I'm like, I'm gonna get my ass beat in here, aren't I? <laughs> Popping and locking to war machine. Popping and locking to, to fucking to uh, uh, rock and roll hell. Well, you can do that to all hell's breaking loose. You throw a little cardboard down in the middle of the oh, set. Yeah. Get down with that. What are they eating in that? Hold on. Hey, get out of here. My dogs are trying. That's to all right. That's okay. Well, it was They'll the uh, apocalypse. They were eating like fucking turkey legs from Disney or something. I remember that one thing they were like popping it out was like look like cherries or something. Like, oh yeah, that that video. Yeah, those stupid videos are just terrible. Kisses. Oh my god, good videos. Story. I was I was on what? stage and I was doing this thing about just I was just winging it one day. I'm on stage and I'm talking about um, masturbating, right? And I asked some guy. I asked him, hey, how old were you when you started? He goes, oh, I don't know. I go, I, I go. I figured out exactly how old I was when I started masturbating because um, I said I had my iPod on shuffle and kept <laughs> them on, right? <laughs> love is a gun. Love is a blade, right? Yep. Like, oh, because well, the music would trigger what you were doing at that time. Okay. What was I doing when this song came out? Oh, my God, I was jerking off. <laughs> this is my early, and, I, w- I was like, it wasn't like I put the record on. I was like, love is a gun. Or, you know, like, <laughs> like that, but I was like, oh, my God. And then I did the math because that album came out in uh, what? Like uh, 82. 82. 82. But like in February or something of 82 or January, February. Oh, of I have no idea. But it's just. It was early 82, which means I was yeah. still 11. Okay. So I'm like, I was 11? What kind of a degenerate child was I? <laughs> Well, are you saying you were a degenerate because you were 11, or are you saying you were a degenerate because you were jerking off to creatures of the night? <laughs> I was jerking, my dad had um, like penthouse magazines tucked away in his closet. Of course. Oh, nice. The, the good old days when you used to have to search for stuff. Yeah. Work for it. He had it in, the worst part was he had it in a United Way bag. Remember their logo was an open hand? Oh. <laughs> like, not today. Um. <laughs> now, I, I, I'm curious. So Tom's comes from an Italian background. Me, Greek. I'm first generation. You. 
did your pat like I always found it like incredible that our parents would let us get kiss albums and especially yeah. being ethnic being like the fuck is this crazy shit i don't want my kid listening to this shit and compared to now the helicopter parents and oh my god little jimmy's listening to this oh my god my his poor ears yeah. how was it like with that growing up and then getting into kiss they they were just okay for a while and you mentioned it a little bit in the beginning and then picked up on what the fuck is this? I yeah. assume. And I'm like, no more. Get this out. Well, so so my parents were very music. Like, they loved music. Mm-hmm. So growing up in our house, like, they would always have music playing. And it was always, like, old, old music. It was – so my dad was 16 years older than my mom. So my dad would listen to Glenn Miller and, uh, yep. and uh, Tommy Dorsey and all that big yeah, band yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. And then my mom was listening to rock and roll. My mom was listening to Bill Haley and the Comets and – and she liked Connie Francis, and my dad liked the Platters and the Mills Brothers. So, the, first of all, there was no Indian music ever played in my house ever. Really? Okay. Not once ever. It just wasn't what we did. And Engelbert Humperdinck was like the idol in my house. Like, like. Wow. So, Engelbert Humperdinck, in case you don't know, is the exact same type of Indian as my family. We're okay. Called, we're mixed with British. I didn't even know he was Indian. I didn't yeah, either. His real name is Arnold Dorsey, and uh, yo, he's born in Madras, India. Wow. wow. And um, I don't know. You tell me. Is this, this this is a picture of him with my mom in in, uh, in just November. You tell me that man's not Indian. Wow. So you want us to make a, an ethnic identification? Uh, he does. Well, no, because uh, he Angle, doesn't. We knew, we knew who we had. We had Engelbert Humperdinck and we had Cliff Richard. Those were our two guys. And um, so so growing up, that was all the music we that was played in the house. So. When I came into my own music at six and a half, you know, my parents were like, let's see what he's into. And then they let me get <laughs> Love Gun. Then they let me get Rock and Roll Over. Um, and then they let me get Paul Stanley solo. I got all the solo albums, but I remember I only wanted Paul because Peter's was trash. No! This is oh, real part. Trash. Okay. So it, was, it was just Paul and Ace that had the good solo albums. Yeah. Yeah, it's oh. funny. Your story's not that different from mine because my parents grew up with both of my both of my grandfathers were professional musicians, big band, like all that kind of stuff. So growing right. up with all growing up with all different kinds of music. Um, and yeah, my parents got I got Love Gun from my cousins who were much older than me, but flipping through records at like five, six years old. Then they got me double platinum. I they bought me Dynasty. Dynasty came out when I was six years old. I was scared shitless of the cover because it had Gene with that like menacing face. I used to hide it, but I wanted to listen to it. Um, <laughs> so it's funny how it, I mean, Zeus brings up a good point. It's funny how like back then our parents were like, yeah, that's cool. You listen to it. Now it is like, but I, I have to see who wrote these songs. You can't <laughs> yeah, listen to this. So, yeah, exactly. you know, it's I'm just so lucky. My daughter's 12 and she's into Metallica. Nice. Oh, Iron Maiden. I got her. I played her Testament. She loved it. I played her Slayer. She loved it. Really? Yeah. And then she's like, Dad, do you like Kiss? I go, what? Have you met? Do you know who I am? <laughs> yeah. And I took it. Like, I showed her my all this Kiss memorabilia I have. And then I bought her a, a Destroyer. Uh, I bought her a Love Gun um, lunch, a metal tin yeah, lunch. Yeah, you showed me to it. Yeah, that's awesome. Yep. So she's a Kiss fan. She's uh, she's and then she's into the Smiths and and okay yeah but that's perfect yeah, she's, into, to... she's in all kinds of old stuff she doesn't like anything new and I'm like this is the best awesome awesome she's smart really yeah. because uh, the music these days is nothing like the classics that's why Kiss and other bands and Aerosmith are like seventy eighty 
And there's still like the big tours coming around because there's nothing new in rock that I know, but really can, can attracts you watch people. Kiss now? Yeah, of course. I can't. Yeah. Because Paul's voice is so bad. It's just, it's it hurts me. Not I'm even like, his voice, though. No. Like, we know huh? that. It's not even his voice. I know, but even though it's not his voice, it still doesn't sound like his voice. <laughs> It's rough. And, I mean, I mean, we, voice, it sounds like your voice, you know. I mean, we talk about this all the time, and I mean, if I could play devil's advocate, Paul wanted this to be over three years ago. Then COVID fucked it all up for everybody. So right yeah. now, that that he's 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 like a guy like running the mile and just trying to get through that last lap and just get to the finish line. I mean, yeah. we'll, we'll be we'll, we'll be there. I mean, we're going to be in New York City, Madison Square Garden. We're going to be at the last two Can shows. You Do you yeah. uh, be even even though you're not following? This lineup of Kiss with Tommy and Eric and Paul's voice. Will do you think you'll be there in New York just to sign off and say hey, this November or something? D- it's December first and December second. The final yeah. two shows. Like I may, you know. Yeah, just to be there. I, I just it just bothers me. Yeah, no, that's fair. I, mean, I, know. I feel like you're taking advantage of me, and I'm watching fifty percent of a cover band. Yeah, oh, know, that those are strong words. I, Take that back, Russell. But then again, if you'll buy I, a ticket, I don't give a shit. Yeah, <laughs> Russell. Like, I want to go, and, and I, you know, I think as we're all hoping, and you know, we don't know what the possibilities are. What you know that Peter may show up, and Ace may show up. Yeah, should even Vinny could show up. I don't think that's Vinny on, but you know what I mean. Probably like, not. No, no. So Russell, before let me just get this go last ahead. one. Yeah, go, yeah, are go you, ahead. Are you a fan of Ace still? Like, have you heard him play recently and seen him? I have not, but I mean, it's still Ace. I'd rather hear the right guy make the wrong sound. Oh, he, okay. He makes That's it a, often. Believe me, he makes he makes plenty of them. So oh, yeah. yeah. I don't know what song this is right now, but I'm gonna try it. Who knows? I'll <laughs> give a fuck. Ow, that just shocked me. That reminds me of a song I wrote. <laughs> I think Peter wrote that one. Shocked me, but let's play it. He has fucking no clue where he's at and what he's doing. Oh, no. Is he back no. on the sauce and the drugs? Is, uh, is he just, he's uh, just got like tapioca he, he, brain. He's a he's yeah, he's 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 a, he's a total disaster. <laughs> Russell, before we let you go, I want to just pivot. Where are we going? Oh, I'm having fun oh, with this. Oh, okay. All right. Well, we don't want to get we don't, don't want to keep it too much, so I'm glad you're having fun. But I want to ask you something that's not kiss related. I want to ask you something comedy related. Because okay. wa- watching watch I have I haven't been uh, lucky enough to see you live, but I've seen your your shows on Netflix and Amazon. And one of the aspects of your comedy that I absolutely love, and I wish more comedians did it, is interaction with the crowd. Like fucking with the crowd, I think is amazing. The specials that I've seen, obviously, when people go see Russell Peters, they know that that's part of your show, and that they they, they could be a, a victim of you of you and your comedy. Have you ever? Has there ever been an experience where somebody was like not into it and was like kind of like sensitive to to you? You know what I mean? And because um, it really wasn't playing along, and it kind of turned into a little bit of a of a scene. You know what I mean? Well, there was, uh, I remember one time I was doing Casino Niagara and there was an old man in the front row, really okay. old man. And uh, I kept saying he looked like American Gothic. Oh. <laughs> he really did look like American Gothic. Okay. And he was not having it. He was like, oh, no. I was like, come on. So I'm just messing around. He goes, fuck you. And I'm like, oh. no. And this guy was like, there's no way. First of all, there's no way that man's alive today because he was okay. on death's door then. And, okay. and secondly, I was like, I don't know why this uh, why this old man is so shitty and bitter. Like, I was just like, why are you <laughs> yeah. at my show? It's not like, uh, you know, it's like, a you know, you, you, you bought a ticket, clearly. Right. Yeah, exactly. Well, I asked because I was watching the Amazon show again 
And that guy that you, I mean, thank God, God bless me. I had an incredible sense of humor. The guy that you kept saying looked like a sperm. The guy that was all <laughs> dressed in white. Yeah. I mean, the but, but, but he got it. He was, he was in on the joke. He was laughing at himself. He was laughing at you. And I think that kind of energy makes the show that much more entertaining and to, and to come across a guy that's like a total stick in the mud. Like that just fucks up the mojo for the whole show. So, yeah, you know, you know. 99% of the time, you're going to get people that are in, in on it. And yeah. And there's always going to be that 1% that's, you know, it's not, and then you're like, oh, fuck this guy anyway. Fuck you. You know what I mean? Why <laughs> right. I don't care. You know what I mean? I boxed for nine years. I do jujitsu for the past eight. I mean, you could, you can lose your temper if you want. And if you want to make it ugly, you can do that too. It's up to you. By the, by the way, did you get your nose fixed? Cause when you were talking about the, the fact still, that you didn't know, uh, the fact that you didn't, the fact that you didn't know your nose was broken all those years. Still, still broken. <laughs> You I fixed it, but I trained jujitsu. So you get yourself in positions where oh. you get your nose knocked. Yep. Wow, that's fucking hilarious. Now, have you um, have you talked to any other uh, like? Have you met Paul? I've met Paul. I so I'm I'm doing a, I was doing the George Lopez show years ago. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and George would have me on because um, I DJ and I do uh, I, I do a lot of scratching and stuff. So yep. he would have me set up with the band. So the band playing, I'd be scratching. And so uh, one episode was I was jamming with the band and Paul was jamming with the band with us. Mm. And another episode, I was jamming with the band and then Sheila E and Slash were also in the joint. Oh, awesome. so I had some pretty cool times. And my daughter was an infant at the time. She must have been maybe, you know, seven or eight months old. And I had her with me. And I go, hey, Paul, will you take a picture holding my daughter? And he goes, yeah, sure, no problem. So oh my he, god, that's a great impression. <laughs> that's so a fucking holding, great Paul. He's holding my daughter, and I'm standing beside him, and we're smiling, and everyone's like, "Paul, Russell, Russell, Paul, here, here," and I'm like, and I go, and now, and I'm just standing with my arm around him, we're holding a baby, and I go, "Oh, they're gonna think we're a gay couple." He goes, "That's what I need more rumors." Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so fucking oh great! Oh my god. <laughs> Yeah, Jesus Paul Christ. gets a lot of that shit no matter oh. what. It was funny because the night we did the Vegas thing a couple weeks ago, it was Gene, Bruce was there, Tommy was there, Eric Singer was there. You know, uh, Gene had his Canadian band there. I don't know if you know Todd Kearns and those guys. I do know, yeah, Todd lives there. Yeah, yeah. Todd yep. is Todd fucking so yep. nice. Him and Brent Fitz, the Canadian to our guys. Yeah. Yep. And uh, yeah, we ended up talking about hockey, which I still don't understand. I get that you can like MMA and boxing. I thought you guys are all born with hockey sticks when you come out of, in, in Canada. I, I, I grew up with, as your people would call them, the Mavrakia. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> I, I was not exposed to it as much. But you didn't grow up with PK Subban or anything like that then, I guess. PK was in Montreal, but I, I am good friends with PK. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'll tell you who I did. Um, are you a hockey fan? Just assuming the biggest. Oh, the season biggest. tickets to the Bruins. Season okay, tickets, here, 20 years, everything. You'll you appreciate it. this, Yorgo. Um, I uh, grew up playing. Everybody played street hockey, just what you did growing up there. And there was these two brothers, white, white Italian brothers that lived on my street. And everybody would, they'd play with us. We didn't know if, you know, they weren't, spe they were better than we were, but we didn't think anything special. It was uh, Mike and Claudio Pekka. Yeah. Pekka, mm -hmm. remember that? Always growing up. We were, we was yep. big when we were like in high school and we were like Mike Pekka. Mike Pekka. <laughs> yep. Everyone yep. used to giggle about his name. Yeah. 
Yes, was, uh, him and his Buffalo Claudio. Yeah, yep. he was wasn't he the captain of the Buffalo Brewers? Yeah, uh, the Buffalo Sabres. Brewers? Buffalo Sabres. Yep. Yep. Yeah. yeah, so, yeah he, so Mike, Mike, and Claudio lived you know down the street from us, and they play street hockey with us. Mm. Yeah. yeah, I wouldn't be surprised at anybody if you live in Canada. Oh yeah, this guy played in the NHL down the street from me. This guy. I know, did like, too. I know a bunch of the guys. Jason Spezza. I know. Um, yeah. Um, you know, uh, 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 what's his name? Toby, uh, not Toby. Uh, is it Toby? No, no. Uh, Ty, Ty Domi. Ty, Ty, oh, Ty Domi. Oh, yes. Ty Domi's a good buddy of mine. He he wants to tell you ass whooping stories all day. I'm sure he does. Every time he tells me, yeah, and I told the fucking guy, you try that again, you're going to be eating Christmas dinner through a straw. And you know what, Russell? He ate Christmas dinner through a fucking straw. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he's uh big for doing when he fought the guy named Bob Probert. It was like the biggest guy out there. Oh, yeah. Uh, he's a little guy. He's a little pit bull, though. And yeah. he fought him. And then, like, I guess he won that one fight and he skates away from and he does like he has like a championship belt. It's like wrestling <laughs> back then in the 80s. He's got like, yeah, I'm the champion now. Like, dude, shut the fuck up. Like, come on. <laughs> Who's but, your yeah. team? I guess oh. Boston. Oh, the Bruins. Oh, I'd season You got everybody on that hat. Yeah, you, you, yeah, you get your original, original six hat on. It's yeah. an original six hat. Um, but yeah, the hockey for me is, is is huge. And we ended up getting to a long conversation about hockey with the Canadian guys up there. But everybody was at that event. The big thing that everybody was kind of you know joking about is like, yeah, Paul isn't Paul would never fit in here with never. everybody being loosey goosey, laughing, drinking, having fun. No, because because at the end at the end of the night, at the end of the dinner. Everybody kind of moved over to like the open area and it was Gene popped over, but you had, you know, you had Chris Jericho and in his guys, his band, you had, you know, Todd Kearns and Brent Fitz and all those guys, Bruce Kulik, Tom, everybody's just mulling around, drinking, talking unscripted, like, and every, and it was Tons funny. Fun. Everybody's and, and everybody's like, if, can you imagine Paul being here? And we, and we weren't saying it. I mean, yeah, we were kind of digging a dig at him, but we were also like, it kind of sucks that Paul isn't here. Because everybody's here. Why, wouldn't it be cool for him to just be here and just shoot the shit with everybody? And like, it's just never going to happen. And yeah, I don't understand. Like, I guess he's got an introverted personality. I guess Very much so, yeah. I guess that Very goes back so. to him growing up with one ear. I don't know. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, he, uh, he, he, calls, he thinks of himself as a renaissance man these days. Oh, ask me about my art. Oh. Oh, check out this new wine that I'm drinking today. Oh, I bought like it's check like, this, dude, it's like, you wrote of- fucking read my body. Shut the fuck up. Like you're not impressing us. Just he's, he's become he's become the elder of himself. <laughs> <laughs> the elder was the mature album. Well, he's become the elder. Yeah. Yes. Very yeah. true. Very true. Definitely. Real quick, Russell. Who are you? What bands are you kind of into now? Is there anything new that you're into? Or are you still listen to Metallica, Kiss, Iron Maiden? I still listen to like, all that. I yeah. you know I listen to a lot of yacht rock. Yeah. Why not? Steely right. Dan, baby. You know, it's funny because people know me as a hip hop head, but 99% of the time I'm listening to classic rock. Well, yeah. you know what? You re- you reminded me again for anybody out there who has not seen hip hop evolution. It's incredible. It's absolutely. I grew up on 80s hip hop. We both did. I love all that stuff. Give me some of your favorite classic hip hop bands. I mean, there's a lot. I'm fr- the, ba- the great thing for me is I'm friends with all of them, you know? Okay. Wow. So, I mean, you know, like I, I had dinner last week, last Wednesday in New York with um, it was Gra- uh, Grandmaster Kaz from the Cold Crush Brothers. Yep. Melly Mel. Yep. Uh, Grand Poobah. Yep. Um, and uh, Adam Richmond was there from Man vs. Food. It was a bunch of us. It was just a lot yep. of people. But that's my usual dinner crew when I'm in New York, you know. 
That's incredible. Have you, you ever, got now? I was going to oh, say, Jesus. Tom, no, go ahead. you ever make it up to Boston? I do. I usually do the Wilbur. Oh, yeah. yes. Oh, Wilbur's yes. great. Yes. Wilbur's yes. great. Yes. Wilbur. And I got to do it again because the last time I was in Boston was about uh, maybe a year and a half ago when I did that. What's that other town outside? Medford? Medford? That's what that's, that's where Tom from. grew up. I that's grew up. Med- yeah, I, did that, I did that little venue in Medford. That the was little, nice the sh- yeah, the Chevalier Theater. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, yeah. Yep. 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 Yeah. So nice. I, I, I got to go back because I feel like we owe Boston a couple more shows. Please. Yes. All yes. with great audiences. Yep. Well, that's oh, where yeah. a lot of the comics got. I mean, Boston is legendary from having those. Uh, yeah, it's Boston. I say Boston and D.C. came with the best comics. Yep. Really? Boston, yep. D.C., New York. Those three cities produced the best comics in the history of comedy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, I'll tell you, it's legendary. We will. We we will definitely uh, check you out when you come by in this area, yeah, obviously. Please. And then we'll be like, no, let us through. We're Kiss fans. Come on. Yeah, you, I'll get you. You can just message me. I know a guy. I can get you in. Yeah. <laughs> if, would, would, you be, would you mind if I wore, like, ace makeup and he wore, like, jean makeup to your show? It would be great. I think it would be amazing. As long as Russell. your ace makeup doesn't look like Tommy's, we're good. I knew, I knew that was coming. I knew that was coming. I'm going to come in with a Tommy. Thayer shirt on. Yeah, Russell Ru- Thayer, the guitar slayer. Russell, tell tell all of our listeners where where they where they can find you. What you're up to next? Uh, your website or whatever. What, what can, what's going on? So the website is russellpeters.com. My Instagram is at russellpeters. Um, come and hang out. Come find out. You know, watch me talk shit and you know, follow me. It's free. It doesn't cost you anything. Awesome. That's really, that's really the bottom line here, dude. By the way, I see that you have the uh, 40th anniversary of the Creatures of the Night. Uh, yep. package behind you george yep uh, and um did you get the love gun one you mean the destroyer, destroyer one, the destroyer one they didn't yeah. do a love gun one didn't they, do they a didn't <clears throat> they did a, destro- no, a couple they did a 40- years back they did a double disc cd but they didn't oh. release that as a rec as an album right I no they-, they just no they did the 45th anniversary for destroy the big box set that's on the top shelf of his bookcase that's the one with gene yeah, signed yeah. that one for me yeah yeah, yeah. no I, I was i was hoping they did a love gun one too, me too. Like- you're not the only one i was hoping so too I would love for them to do an elder one, in all fairness, just to see what didn't make it. And, you know, it's funny as a side note as well. I remember, um, you know, in around 81, 82, uh, after the elder came out, jonesing for another Kiss album. Um, and I found uh, Killers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. At this record store. And it was an import. And I remember I was like, fuck, why is this one so expensive? Yep. And I go, what is I'm a legend tonight? What is this? And Nowhere to Run. Nowhere to run. Those were great songs. Awesome. Absolutely. Song. Nowhere to Run is one of my top five Kiss songs. I love like it's, it. It's one, and you're like, why the fuck did, like, I don't understand, like, some of the moves they make where you're like, these are great songs. They need to be played. I want to hear, I want to hear All American Man live too. You know what I mean? Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. All those yep. stuff. That was, they, and Rocket they, Ride, that would all be amazing to see here live. They yep. need a more like uh like a fan representative. Yeah, they tell do. them. And, and uh, you know, we the other the thing that most of the time we have people on here, we're talking always about oh, you know, the makeup, the new uh Tommy and Eric, and the other one is the set list. So that's mm-hmm. a big grievance of everyone's most KISS fans these days. It's the same tired set list since 2012. Yeah, you know, and, by the way, I uh, when I was with Gene, uh, hanging out with him uh, in that little space of time, I asked him if uh, Nothing to Lose was about butt sex, and he said yes. Yeah. <laughs> you knew course. that, right? Yeah, course, he always mentions that. He loves talking to be. about that. I was like, is that, that. He goes, and he starts singing, yeah, it is. 
<laughs> it's all broad. Then you should have said, then play it live. Yeah. Yeah. Great to have that. He did. Uh, he did in Vegas the other day. Yeah, he did that. That's right. He did. He did. And he did yeah, say that. Peter's singing at the beginning of that. No, no, he wasn't. Oh, that's Gene. Gene's the beginning. And Peter, and this is why I love all the Peter tracks, like Black Diamond, that, um, Black Diamond. Baby Driver. It's that screech. I know they shit yep. on Peter all the time, but no. that screaming no. and shit, it's so rock and roll. It's so yeah. badass. He gave him that kick in the ass when he sings those songs. I would also like to hear a three-minute version of the intro to Rock Bottom. I love that intro. I, I love, love that, that intro, too. I love it. It's amazing. It, th- that's one of my favorite songs on the album because it's like two songs in one, which I think way back we, when we were doing that album review – I think they actually named, I think that had a name and they tagged it on to the actual part of the song that had the lyrics because the song with the lyric was too short. So he threw it on. I would love to hear a version of that song. Yeah. It's great. That was amazing. Yeah, yeah, it's incredible. Yep. But they won't listen to us anymore. They've got, they made their money. They ain't doing shit. But the only way you will do anything they don't want to do. Exactly. Is is Gene. Gene, when he goes on, I think once this tour is over to see Gene and his band play, like we saw him the other day, or when he toured for a little bit a couple years back, he'll He he will throw out deep cuts. He does his band will challenge him. They, I yeah, he played he they, he he played charisma. He played nothing to lose. He played radioactive off of a solo album. He, I mean, did he, he do uh, living in sin? He yeah. did not. He, I, I love <laughs> that song. I love porn, that. porn bass sound boink. I love that. that. Living in sin. I remember a, when we go to holidays. Like, can we stay at the Holiday Inn? The Holiday Inn, living in yeah. sin. Exactly. Yes. I think that's uh, hey, anything when you wish upon a star. <laughs> it played. It, 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 yeah, it, it, they on loop. Yeah, they, they had, had music they had, playing they had throughout music. the whole weekend. Hilarious. And so anywhere in the hotel, you'd hear. And when you wish upon a star, it would constantly be on there. That was terrible. No one, no one wanted to hear it. Uh, oh, he told the story. He told it again. I watched Pinocchio when I was a child and couldn't speak English. And I mean, I, God bless him. It's really endearing when he tells I saw Jiminy Cricket how taught me how America. to speak English. Yeah. <laughs> I was asking him about Hungarian because he speaks Hungarian. He speaks yeah. Yep. Hebrew. He speaks a bunch of extra languages. Oh, I asked him, too, when we met him afterwards. I said, hey, Gene, do you know any Greek? And he goes, Tikhanis. I'm like, oh wow, okay, I'll take it. Honey's Malaka. <laughs> Boy he Ray. <laughs> now give me five bucks. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's great. You know what, Russell? We would love to have you back and do uh, anytime. We do, we do kiss drafts. I like could NFL drafts. Anytime. I, I'm. Yeah. I, I think. Uh, hopefully, I proved myself to be a worthy. Uh, Absolutely. Man. Absolutely. Well, you know where to come, and you're always welcome here. I mean, we are honored to have you, buddy. Listen, Thank even you. if short notice, you're like, hey, somebody uh, flaked on us. Can you do it? Hit me up. I'll do it if I can. Love it. Thank you, Russell. Really yeah. appreciate it, buddy. I this has been a blast. Day, dude. I have nobody to do this with. Do you know how much of an unbottling this is for me to let this all out? I love and, it. And we love find it. that that is true with a lot of people. So, yep. I, like, it's one of these things that I enjoy to find people in the entertainment business that aren't just rock musicians. They love to talk because they love Kiss. They don't have that outlet. So we have like sports guys. Um, No, no. No. We haven't had him on. But Jericho or things like that will come on. This is their way to talk about Kiss. Chris has got like a big pay-per-view. Right before the pay-per-view, he's texting us stupid shit about fucking Unmasked. 
right? Yep. And then you're like, what it, the fuck? We've created like, a little safe space for all the KISS nerds. Yeah, because we really are nerds. There's nothing cool about a KISS uh, fan. No, no, there isn't. No, You'll no, never he, meet a KISS fan and go, wow, that guy's really cool. <laughs> that guy must get a ton of ass. He's a KISS <laughs> fan. <laughs> I, wonder, I wonder who his favorite character is. <laughs> exactly. 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 We we're the, we're the musical equivalent to Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yes, it's true. It's KISS fans, Star Wars fans, and wrestling fans. Yeah. The three most passionate but toxic fan base because yeah. they can't just be happy with whatever's going on. They're happy they'll when they're bitching. It. They're happy they'll when they're bitching, it, but they'll yeah. fucking bitch about everything. That's it. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yep. Well, Russell, thank you so much. Once again, we're, uh, we'd love to have you back and uh, until exactly. next time, brother. All right, Tom, what do you think? Loved him before the interview and friggin' hilarious after. I mean, just incredible stuff. Uh, just the personal stories and his observations as a fan. It, it's great. I, I love how he's like getting getting a place to geek out on Kiss, you know, and just kind of like it's like we've created like this safe space for people that aren't known to be Kiss centric, but they're like, hey, we can go to Shout Out Loudcast and talk Kiss for an hour. Um, he's hilarious. You guys, we talked about his specials on Netflix and Amazon. Um, he tours all the place. You can find him on YouTube, but he's just a hilarious guy and just laughing and telling stories about kiss. And he's not a fan of Tommy Thayer. Obviously we know that. And, uh, holy shit. Wow. Yeah. He's got some great stories with Gene and the story of his buddy with Vinny. Like what the fuck? We didn't know what was coming out next. This is so funny. He's freaking hilarious. Yeah. And what's great is without even saying anything, he's still like, there's a reason he's like one of the, biggest comics in the world yep. yep easily and then yep. in addition to that he could take that comedy and and talk to us about kiss so it made yep. it even fucking funnier for me you yeah. know because he doesn't put a kiss in his act so he's not like craig gas right where you 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 know it's coming or you're expecting some kiss stuff he just fucking cracked yep. us up big time yeah. It was and, great. Uh, it was a ton of fun. Yeah. If you see Russell, uh, you know, go check out his website, check out dates where he's coming to your town. He's one of the best and biggest comedians in the world for a reason. Go check Absolutely. him out and uh, make sure you wear your face painted as we suggested. <laughs> and uh, yep. I'm sure he'll get a kick out of it. Absolutely. Yes. Again, thank you, Russell Peters. Incredible interview. Yeah. And uh, what we do next is we go to question of the week. Yes, uh, we got one from our good friend, Gary Cap, who actually signs this email, Angry Airplane Gary Cap. <laughs> so so he knows he knows his name. Uh, he says, OK, here is a bizarro what if question. Let's say Kiss performs their last show at Madison Square Garden in December, and then they part ways forever. But then Gene and Paul decide to go out on tour with their own bands. But the people playing in each of these bands are not famous people. They're all newbies, so you're not going to see Jeremy or Ryan or Phil. And you only get to go to one of these concerts. You're going to see Gene or Paul? I'll see Gene. Oh, I, I can't believe it took you that long to answer. I'll see Gene, yeah. I would probably lean towards Gene, uh, but I would be curious to see what Paul's going to do. Is Paul going to do Kiss, or is Paul going to do Soul Station, or is Paul what, what's Paul going to do? Either um, way, you 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 know that Paul's going to be adding effects whereas yeah. you don't know that with Gene. And that's why, right, I, right, well, you right. don't, 
expect it from Gene. So that's why I would rather see Gene. And Gene is more apt to go dig into the catalog yes. than Paul. Yeah. So it's probably a no-brainer for most. Yeah. Plus, I'm a, plus, I'm a Gene guy. So I would probably do it. Even though we, even though we saw him in Vegas, I, I'm a Gene guy. I, anything with Gene is always going to win for me. Um, but it's a great question. Of course, it's a great question. It comes from Angry Airplane Gary. We love you, buddy. Thank you for the question. And anybody out there who wants to be question of the week, please send us an email, a DM, whatever. We 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 have a ton of them lined up. So fire one off, and uh, we'll get to it eventually because we do a question of the week every week. Yeah. So Tom, can you tell people where they can find us? Yes. Go to our website, best place, shoutoutloudcast.com. That's you can find all of our episodes. The Shout It Out Loudcast episodes, Album Review Crew, Bullet Boys just dropped, Dorm Damage, Zep Chronicles, all that stuff, Rankings, everything's on there. Um, you can find our links to Patreon, our links to our merch, which we're getting fixed. We know some people message us about some issues with merch that's being taken care of, so don't worry about that. And you can also send us messages directly from there and comment on specific episodes directly there, which is always great. And we get those again in the form of an email. Uh, and speaking of email, you can use that shout it out loudcast at gmail.com. Uh, we read every single email. We say this every week. We get a lot of them. So we try to pick out a few. Sorry if we don't get to yours, but we do read each and every one of them. And of course, social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, very active on there. Hopefully you're following us. If you're not, please start following us because we're very active on there. And as we said before, our wonderful Patreon family, including the aforementioned Daniel Peoples. Love you, buddy. Thanks for joining the party. And we're very proud to be part of the great Pantheon podcast network of shows. So check those guys out. Pantheonpodcast.com. Yeah. I always tell people they can DM us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Make sure you subscribe and uh, check out our YouTube page. Uh, Give us one of those five star child reviews on Apple podcast, on Stitcher, Spotify, Facebook. All over, wherever you can find a a review, please give us one of those five-star reviews. We really appreciate it. And you can always reach us on our email, shoutitoutloudcast at gmail.com, shoutitoutloudcast at gmail.com. And don't forget our awesome website where you can get all rankings. You can get all our previous episode. You can check out uh, some of our friends and the guests that we've had and go to their website. You can go to our merch and uh, that's now uh, back. We had issues with Amazon. It was a pain in the butt. Yeah. They're fixed. We want to yep. stick with them, but I don't know. If we have problems again, we'll probably switch from Amazon. But mm-hmm. right now, if you go to our page and click on the merch, it'll bring you right to our Amazon store. You can buy merch there. And don't forget, you can always just go to our Amazon store and pick up items there. That helps us out. Mm-hmm. So um, I'll leave you guys with this. Famous last words. Tom, you go first. Yeah, well, in honor of uh, Russell saying that he loves music from the Elder, uh, I'm going to go with something from this tonight, I think. I am a sinner who just loves to sin. I am a fighter who just loves to win. I am the truth about this crummy hole. There's nothing here that can't be bought or sold. Settle down, Mr. Blackwell. Exactly. Relax. Crummy hole. All right. Would you like to touch? Do you want to know how good it can get? How far it can go? Ooh, 
Let's go. Let's go. What the fuck song is that? Fucking read my body. Oh God Almighty! That I'm so glad I didn't know what that what song that was from. That makes me feel proud. Russell Peters, Loudcasters, Kiss Army, Tom. Thank you, guys. Thanks so much for everything. You guys are the best. We love you. And Russell Peters cannot thank you enough for spending time with us. It was a huge treat and an honor for us. Thank you so much, Zeus. As always, my friend. Thank you. Peace out. Girl Scout. I'll be looking at like an Armani shirt. I hate when this happens. I'm looking at a shirt from like a high-end designer, and I flip the tag over, and I see made in India. I'm stuck with a real dilemma. I'm like, shit. Do I buy this? Or do I call my uncle? It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.